mobile app. Your home for up-to-the-minute market updates. This is Business 1440. KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The U.S. Supreme Court has ruled that the Trump administration can tap into Pentagon funds to build sections of a border wall with Mexico. The president tweeted, quote, Wow, big victory on the wall. The United States Supreme Court overturns lower court injunction, allows southern border wall to proceed. That is Ken Lorman reporting. Meanwhile, the president says Democrats should be ashamed of themselves for their ongoing investigations of him, especially compared to how they've treated the previous administrations. They could look into the book deal that President Obama made. Let's subpoena all of his records. Let's subpoena all of the records having to do with Hillary Clinton and all of the nonsense that went on with Clinton and her foundation and everything else. The president calls the Democrats' behavior counterproductive and a disgrace. Out of Wall Street yesterday, the Dow up 51 points, 27,192. This is SRN News. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Right now, Blue Ox Heating and Air is offering a legendary $49 air conditioner tune-up. For $49, a fully trained and certified Blue Ox technician will come to your home and make sure your system is running smooth and efficiently. If your AC unit needs repair, the tune-up fee counts towards the cost. And don't forget to ask about the Blue Ox No Breakdown Guarantee. Log on to GoBlueOx.com for details. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service. Install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like pennies and pinching. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Inflation getting higher, makes it hard on the buyer. Unemployment on the rise. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, second hour. 
Yeah. We just had an hour of GDP reporting, and we're going to do uh, just a quick transition to our second hour, which is going to be pretty much an hour hour of Bojo. Get used to that abbreviation. That's how we're going to refer to Boris Johnson. Um, he has uh, he was not named Tuesday morning uh, overnight for us here in the states. Um, he was named as the winner of the election uh, to be the leader of the Conservative Party and in the parliamentary system that is Great Britain. Um, that makes him the Prime Minister. He went. Uh, he formed a new cabinet and then in Wednesday received uh, permission to form his government from the Queen. Uh, there's this wonderful photography of the fact that he is now the 14th, get that, the 14th Prime Minister to be received and and named to the post uh, by Queen Elizabeth. Um, I, uh, that's quite quite interesting. But let me contrast this to the United States just for just for a moment, um, and then we'll then we'll give you the hour the the hour of uh, of Boris Johnson and where where the UK and I think the rest of Europe are going. Um, if you take that GDP report that we've just discussed, and if you didn't listen to us in the first hour, first of all, shame on you. Where you been? Did you sleep in? Or were you, were you at your favorite breakfast place, uh, tucking into some, uh, eggs and bacon? Um, if you were tucking into eggs and bacon, you have a good reason not to, not to have been with us in the first hour, but you can go pick up uh, where we where we left off by going back to uh, TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and click on the podcast and listen to the show through our podcast. The uh, the show that was in the previous hour will be up there. Uh, I think actually Andrew gets those up later in the day, so you can actually go back and listen to us before you go to bed tonight. He'll keep he'll keep you excited. It was a good hour, trust me. Uh, and then. And so what we were talking about is the fact GDP growth at 2.1%. There was, there's been a lot of that. If it's not three, the press seems to want to make, make uh, hay out of the fact, well, he promised us 3% growth. Indeed, I saw a picture of, uh, of, uh, one of the, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, his last name was Khan. Uh, was that his name? Con- oh, Gary Cohn. Gary Cohn. Had been in the position that Kudlow's in now. Had been the previous uh, National Economic Council uh, head, and Cohn had said after the passage of the 2017 tax cut that we would get to four percent GDP growth, and everyone sort of laughed at him. So um, Don had asked over on on Twitter what's been the impact. I went to. I've got a post. I'll. I'll I've got a. Uh, a retweet to give you of a story that was put out by Scott Sumner, who is certainly Trump skeptical, maybe more skeptical than I am um, in terms, but uh, concedes that uh, Trump's economic policy have probably boosted the current level of real GDP by about 1.1%. That includes the fact that there was a reduction in 2018 GDP estimates to take that from a 3% year to a 2.5% year. Which people have had a lot of fun with, you know, and and, and talked a lot about how oh, you see that it didn't do anything. Now that's that's kind of that's kind of crazy, right? Over the past two and a half years, Sumner writes, real GDP growth has averaged two point six four percent above the two point two percent growth of the previous seven and a half 
seven and a half years. Thus, you might argue that Trump's supply side policies boosted annual growth by four, annual growth by four tenths of percent, roughly adding an extra one point one percent to real GDP over the two and a half years. Okay, and you say, well, one point one percent over two and a half years—that's that's peanuts. That's nothing. First of all, it's real; it's adjusted for inflation. Secondly, if you think about a seventeen or eighteen trillion dollar economy, one point one. 1.1% uh, growth is still growth of, a, of adding an extra $200 billion of goods and services to the economy from his policies, vis-a-vis what had happened previously. I think it's clear to say that there's been faster growth in the United States under this current administration versus the previous one. Not a lot, but I think economies, generally speaking, are given to too much... Uh, I think I think presidents are given too much credit for a good economy and too much blame for a bad economy. I think their their ability to manipulate what's happening is measured in those tenths of a percent per year. Four tenths of a percent doesn't sound like very much. It's pretty good. If four tenths of a percent continued for some period of time, okay, well, think of it this way. If you use the rule of 70 and we were growing at 2% a year, that means living standards would, econ- would would increase every 35 years. If instead we're growing at 2.4%, we're actually going to have GDP double not in tw- you know not in 35 years, but something closer something closer to 23 years, right? Which means which which I think makes makes the case a lot more convincing, right? If GDP can per person can double. In two thirds of the time, under Trump policies that it did under Obama policies, I think you would act, you'd have to say, "Well, that's better." It's, it'd be hard to argue otherwise. Let me pivot from that to talk about what happened. Uh, at, you know, starting on Wednesday. So Wednesday morning, Wednesday morning, uh, Theresa May, who left the position this week, there's a wonderful satirical video of her leaving leaving number 10 downing the 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 office and home of uh, the prime minister and um basically uh eventually running into a field saying she's free and throwing off her clothes and just you know just as happy as can be i bet she's just delighted to be out of there um because it's been a rough time as she's leaving she actually gives a farewell speech in a conversation with in, in conversation with Jeremy Corbyn who plays a who plays a role in 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 another clip here but this is Theresa May speaking during her last prime minister question time um to the leader of the opposition the labor party leader Jeremy Corbyn let's play cut number 2 I was going to say that is the strength of our British democracy that the Prime Minister and the Leader of the Opposition have these exchanges across their dispatch boxes every week at two swords' length. Uh, No quarter is sought and none is given. And that's as it should be in our adversarial parliamentary democracy. But he and I are very different people and with very very different politicians. I think we approach the issues we face in this country in different ways. I have spent all but one of my years in this House on the front bench trying to implement the policies I believe in. He has spent most of his time on the back benches campaigning for what he believes in, often against his own party. But what I think we both have in common 
is a commitment to our constituencies. I saw that after the terrorist attack in Finsbury Park Mosque and his constituency. And, uh, but perhaps I could just finish my exchange with him by saying this. As a party leader who has accepted when her time was up, perhaps the time is now for him to do the same. Now that's how you say goodbye. That's how you say goodbye. We'll see you later, Mr. Corbin. I'm stepping down. Maybe you should consider it too. But did you did you hear the there's a there's a veiled shot at Boris Johnson in that. When he refers to when she refers to Corbin as having spent time on the backbench, one should remember Boris Johnson campaigned for leave. Theresa May campaigned for remain. Theresa May spent her time in the front bench, as she said trying, in fact, to deliver what was asked, even though she didn't believe in it. And it was evident in her behavior that she was, she did not have, uh, she was not a full-throated supporter of leave and willing to take risks to make it happen. They now have somebody to do that. But that comment on the back bench, yes, she says it to Jeremy Corbyn, but I think that's a bit of a shot at Boris Johnson, too, who was her foreign minister for about a year and then during the debate, the early debates about the withdrawal agreement, in essence says, um, in, es- in essence said, well, you're doing it all wrong. I'm gonna, I'm gonna step away. So he stands down as foreign minister. When you're, when you're one of the ministers, you, you sit on the front bench. I, I, if you have a visual of what Parliament looks like, okay, you'll see them standing in front of a table, and there's, there's a lectern. That's put on the table, and you'll see a bunch of books. Those are actually representing the laws of England that are there. And what they call the dispatch box looks like a podium. And the two, the the sides, the the majority party, the part the the party of government sits on one side, and on the other side sits sits the opposition. And if you're in the front bench on either side, then you're part of leadership. And so when you leave leadership, you go to the back. You you sit and you sit in one of the, it, they almost look like church pews on risers sitting behind them. Okay, so she's sitting there. She, she's gone now to the back bench. And she said, I will be attending and I will be speaking. She's not going away anywhere. So she leaves. In comes Boris Johnson. And he, and he goes ahead. You know what? We're going to run out of time before we get to that segment. I'm going to save, I'm going to save cut three for the next, uh, uh, Oh, I. You know what? Let's. It's chosen by the Queen. He comes, and there's this dramatic drive up Downing Street, um, that is just uh, down the street from the Parliament Building. It's about uh, it's about a five to seven minute walk from Parliament to Ten Downing. I've taken that walk in London and 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 so he comes now up the street it's blocked there's it's discarded somewhat like the white house it has security but they've brought people in there he stands in front of par- stands in front of the the door gives a speech i'm not going to actually play any of that you can find it you can find it on youtube it's an interesting speech but then he goes back and he goes back and he comes back to the floor and he has a speech to give, and then he also has, of course, an exchange, his own question time with Corbyn. 
who's just been told by Theresa May, maybe you should stand down. He's not standing down. And as you listen to the exchange, you might end up believing that perhaps the best thing to happen to the conservatives and Boris Johnson is Jeremy Corbyn. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it, whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. There is nothing that they won't do to get you the help you need to become a successful student at Online Trading Academy. My name is Brian. I've been with Online Trading Academy since November 2016. What OTA has done for me, they've really opened my eyes into how the financial markets work and how a financial advisor, how do mutual funds work and how do they make money and what the expense is to me for them giving me their advice. Teaching me that I can be in control of that is really helping me save the expense that they had been taking out of my portfolio. The only criteria that you need is the internal desire to want to become a trader and take financial control of your life. Join us for a free investing class by calling pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby, inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before, at conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kloharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Welcome to call. We're live today, 651-289-4477. 651-289-4477. Of course, if this is a day that doesn't start with SAT, then we're not live. Just so you know. 
you listen to us on the replay or if you listen to us on a podcast, the phone won't be there for you. Um, anyway, we, we've been talking about Boris Johnson and we, we just set up to the point where he's now arrived, moved in, at least got his first bits of luggage into number 10. And he is now ready to uh, go to the floor and, and talk about what he's what he is um, interested in. I want to comment on two aspects of this. Okay, and I will play a little bit of the court of his exchange with Jeremy Corbyn because it's entertaining as hell. Okay, it's just oh, let's get it out of the way. Okay, because this is this is the fun stuff, right? This is this is sort of the the sugar that goes on top of your cereal in the morning to make it make it all taste something other than like just bland old oatmeal. Okay, yours truly uses blueberries to make make the oatmeal taste so good, but you. You get this exchange between Jeremy Corbyn and Boris Johnson in the first Prime Minister question time. This happened on Thursday. Uh, let's play cut number three, please. The country is deeply worried that the new Prime Minister overestimates himself. I'm deeply alarmed to see no plan for Brexit. He was in the Cabinet that accepted the backstop and of course voted for it on the 30th of March this year. It would be welcome if he could set out what he finds so objectionable, having voted for it less than four months ago. Can he explain this flip-flopping? The right honourable gentleman has been captured, he has been jugulated, he has been reprogrammed by his honourable friends, and he has been turned now into a Remainer. He is the he has turned Labour into the party in all of all the flip flops he has performed in his turgiversating career. That is the one for which I think he will pay the highest price. Okay, I just wanted you to have a little taste of that, but just just for two words, okay? In the in the course of about I think that comes out to about nine seconds of tape time, we get jugulated jugulated and turgiversated. Okay, jugulated means simply uh, the the cutting of someone's jugular. Okay, D- don't uh, don't use this word lightly. Uh, it's a pretty violent act. Uh, but turgiversated was a word that I'm like, okay, and I kind of guess what jugulated meant. Okay, you kind of because if you know what a jugular vein is, you could kind of work your work it through that. But turgiversated. I had no idea what that word was. It refers to two definitions from Merriam-Webster. First, evasion of straightforward action or a clear-cut statement. So it means equivocation or circumlocution or shuffle, just a shuffling of your words. But the other one is desertion of a cause, position, party, or faith. Jeremy Corbyn has been a Eurosceptic for years and years. And part of the problem has been that Labour is just as divided on Brexit as is as is the Tories, as are the Tories. And and so he's now pinned him down. He's now pinned down him to say, well, you now apparently are a Remainer because they have said Labour has said we're going to campaign to remain. 
if there's a if there's a snap election this year, which I think is very possible, we're going to campaign to remain. And so the battle lines seem to be seem to be drawn. And I think this is a real key point for the conservatives, because the more you paint labor on the one side as being pro remain, the more conservatives will have to toe the line and follow Boris, which could include even a no deal Brexit. But I want to point out one more thing about about this. Okay, so he gives the speech, and I've tweeted uh, to you at Pound KBRS a a piece written yesterday by Alberto Mengardi at uh, at the uh, Library of Economics and Liberty. Okay, Mengardi is a very libertarian poster, and 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 I, if you wanted if you want to know who philosophically I I feel kinship to, Mengardi would be one of those people. Okay, I don't agree with him on every last item every jot and tittle of what he writes but i think i think uh i think he's right more often than he's wrong and i think his analysis of boris's speech in front of in in front of 10 downing uh was good good and he talks about all kinds of things at 10 downing that that he was doing i'm not playing that speech because it's about a 15 minute long speech and it's unfair to try to cut it up in a way that might uh that that might give you a, a sense of it. So we've done we've done something different instead. But to give you a taste of the same sort of thing, um, I'm going to play for you now. Cut number four, in which he sort of defines a vision of where he his party wants to take the UK. For those of you who think that Boris Johnson is the second coming of of uh, Margaret Thatcher, just without the great hair, um. Give yourself a listen to this. Cut number four. But it is useful to imagine the trajectory on which we could now be embarked. By 2050, it is more than possible that the United Kingdom will be the greatest and most prosperous economy in Europe, at the centre of a new network of trade deals, which we have pioneered with the road and rail investments we are making and propose to make now, the investment in broadband and 5G, our country will boast the most formidable transport and technological connectivity on the planet by unleashing the productive power of the whole United Kingdom, not just of London and the South East, but of every corner of England, Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. We will have closed forever the productivity gap and seen to it that no town is left behind ever again, no community ever forgotten. Our children and grandchildren will be living longer, happier and healthier lives. And our kingdom in 2050, thanks, by the way, to the initiative of the previous Prime Minister, will no longer make any contribution whatsoever to the destruction of our precious planet brought about by carbon emissions. Because we will have led the world in delivering that net zero target. We will be the home of electric vehicles, cars, even planes, powered by British-made battery technology, being developed right here, right now. All right. Did that sound like Reagan to you? (laughs) Did that? What? I'm just... My point is... It turns out, and and this is of interest to me because uh, my wife has always had this strong interest in animal animal welfare and animal rights issues. That it's in the it's in the speech he gave uh, in front of Ten Downing uh, upon entering uh, the prime ministership. Um, he actually talks about about protecting uh, the welfare of animals, 
in he he spoke about it. It turns out the 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 girlfriend uh, the, the okay he has a significant other. Um, her name is uh, Carrie Simons. She's thirty one. She was a communications director for the Conservatives. Um, I believe she's now now an, a special advisor to. She's now got a special advisor title instead to the to uh, the Tories and to the government. Um, she turns out she is an animal rights person and perhaps has influenced him. Uh, there's even a report out I read that uh, that uh, Mr. Johnson is uh, Prime Minister Johnson is um, is trying to avoid eating meat and might even go vegan, uh, and that the diet has already caused him to lose 12 pounds. Um, let me say, people who make the comparison between him and and Trump, there are there's some there's some similarities. I particularly am drawn to the idea to his talk about bringing together Scotland, Northern Ireland, Wales, and talking about the entirety of England and not just supporting the axis of London and the southeast, meaning that area closest to Europe to the rest of Europe, actually bringing prosperity to the rest of the country. That sounds an awful lot like the manufacturing-based policies of President Trump. Uh, that, so there's a lot of similarities there. But the support of electric vehicles, um, the, animal, the animal issues, his statements about, about the environment um, would, would show you that the Tories of this time are significantly different than the U.S. Republican Party. It's not nearly as... It's not nearly as conservative, regardless of how it is one is defining conservative, which I guess is a debate right now. Uh, but uh, but I will. But one more thing: Are you just not attracted to his ability to give a speech? He is, and so so this is what Mingardi points out. For folks like me who believe that limited government is is good, we have a natural uh, uh, not not animus or, 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 or antipathy toward toward strong leaders, but we tend to view them with suspicion because we want government to do less and people who have strong speaking skills and give grandiose statements we think are going to try to do more with government than we wish them to. There is nevertheless something powerful about the way in which somebody speaks and Honestly, I if if I was Mr. Corbin this morning, I would be trying to think to myself, how will I be able to up my game? Because Theresa May um, had nowhere near the ability to project in the way that Margaret Thatcher or Boris Johnson do. Indeed, I would argue that that Johnson is the best orator in the position. It's no doubt he's been practicing for this thing since he was five, as, as Mingardi says. Uh, but uh, there's no doubt in my mind that... Uh, that, that that's there. I that so that gives you some concern. I want to pivot for away from this. I want to talk about Brexit next, regarding what Johnson had to say, both in front of Ten Downing and then on the floor of Commons, um, because there's the place where we should have some concern about what's happening in the world economy. Coming up right after this, King Banyan Show Business 1440. <music> According to Google, a local business owner like you needs to spend at least 15 hours a week to optimize their online search campaigns. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, introducing you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Let Salem Surround maximize your SEO and SEM campaigns. 
so you can run your business. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services, so your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at wnav-video.com. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. With economic commentator Steve Moore out of the running for Fed, President Trump has turned to another option, announcing his intent to appoint economist Judy Shelton. Dr. Shelton is a superb choice. Years ago, Shelton was one of the very few analysts to predict the fall of the Soviet Union long before it happened. Her conservative commitments are rock solid, having directed the Sound Money Project at the Atlas Foundation. Just last year, she was successful in getting Senate confirmation as the U.S. Director of the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development. So she's already been thoroughly vetted and would likely prevail in the confirmation process. The stakes for the global economy have never been higher. We need a new voice at the Fed who can be a solid vote for the protection of monetary stability and who can handle herself at the table with the big boys. Judy Shelton will do well. She should be confirmed. I'm Jerry Boyer. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Is your water softener slacking off? Are you lugging more bags of salt yet your water just doesn't feel soft? Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing now for a water softener efficiency checkup. For just $33, Benjamin Franklin will give you peace of mind to make sure it's performing correctly. If it's beyond repair, you'll save $200 on Benjamin Franklin's installation of a new water softener. Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing today. Ben Franklin, the punctual plumber and your water softener experts. Now back to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. We had the hour of GDP in hour one. Don't forget to go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Look that up. Yeah, there... Right. There's a person whose name has not appeared on this show yet and will not. I Okay? If you've been waiting for someone to talk about something that happened in D.C., you want to listen to the rest of the Narn. Mitch Berg, 1-3 to three today. Brad Carlson, 1-3 to three tomorrow over on AM12A, The Patriot. They'll cover that. They'll, they'll cover that thing that happened in Washington. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I have nothing useful to say about it. And if you're listening to my show expecting comments about, about, about uh, criminal investigations, um, you've come to the wrong place. But if you've come here to hear about Brexit, oh, yeah. I have something to say about that. 
651-289-4477 if you have something to say about that. So Boris Johnson, new prime minister, um, the PM uh, is giving a speech on the floor. And he had given a speech already. And in the speech he did in front of number 10, again, I could have clipped it. It just runs a little too long, as I'm afraid most Boris Johnson speeches will. It's He's going to be hard to edit because he is given to flourish. He's given to uh, to detours in speaking. Uh, he makes funny faces. If he hears a noise, that kind of, he can get he can get distracted easily. Um, but the speech in front of Ten Downing was pretty was was good. It was, uh, great. I wouldn't have called it great, but it was good. I actually thought his performance on the floor of Parliament was better. But when he was speaking in front of uh, in in front of uh, Ten Downing, he had said clearly, "I want a new deal to be worked out with Europe." We're, okay, and in this next cut, he says very clearly he wants a different deal. He does not. He okay, and says, "I'm not. I'm not going to agree to the deal that's been before us because you, Parliament, you've turned it down not once, not twice, but three times." Let's play cut number five. The withdrawal agreement negotiated by my predecessor has been three times rejected by this House. Its terms are unacceptable to this Parliament and to this country. No country that values its independence and indeed its self-respect could agree to a treaty which signed away our economic independence and self-government as this backstop does. A, a time limit is not enough. If an agreement is to be reached, it must be clearly understood that the way to the deal goes by way of the abolition of the backstop. For our part, we are ready to negotiate in good faith an alternative with provisions to ensure that the Irish border issues are dealt with where they should always have been in the negotiations on the future agreement between the UK and the EU. I do not accept the argument that says these issues can only be solved by all or part of the UK remaining in the customs union or in the single market. The evidence is that other arrangements are perfectly possible. Now, he's not specific about what those arrangements are. There are technical solutions. Uh, Some of my students, when we took them on the trip to study Brexit back in March, talked about some of the possibilities of, of... Maybe you could uh, assign customs in a different place. Maybe there are there are technical technological solutions uh, to solving a solving the border issue. Uh, but he's very clear. I want a deal, but the backstop has to go. And so the only way the only way to make that work is to tell them I'm that deal that is unacceptable. That's a red line. Now Theresa May had said that's a red line. But she was never seemed willing to put in place the mechanisms to walk away from the deal rather than rather than accept the backstop. Johnson, on the other hand, says quite clearly uh, that he's that he's going to be ready so that if there is if we're leaving, he says 
uh, I don't have, I don't think the clip, this clip has it, but he says in the speech, in the speech as he goes into 10 Downing, he says, he says, we're leaving on October 31st, no ifs or buts. And anybody who's betting against us will lose their shirts. Uh, quite colorful language, very Churchillian of him. Um, this may be not quite as much, but it's still fairly clear. Let's play cut number six. If they do not, if they do not, we will of course have to leave the UK without an agreement under Article 50. The UK is better prepared for that situation than many believe. But we are not as ready yet as we should be. In the 98 days that remain to us, we must turbocharge our preparations to make sure that there is as little disruption as possible to our national life. And I believe that that is possible with the kind of national effort that the British people have made before and will make again. And in these circumstances, we would, of course, have available the £39 billion in the withdrawal agreement to help deal with any consequences. I have so, so this is very interesting. He's named Michael Gove, um, who many people believe is the smartest man in Parliament, um, to lead the no Brexit planning. Uh, that's important. And, and he says, right, no country that values, I'm going to read this again. Um, no country that values its independence and indeed its self-respect could agree to a treaty which signed away our economic independence and self-government as this backstop does. Um, and he said, and, and he's accused by, uh, by Michel Barnier, the, uh, who is the uh, uh, EU uh, chief Brexit negotiator, saying that uh, this language was unacceptable and combative and trying to put pressure on, on those leaders. Um, uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg, who's now become the leader of the House, so he's like he's like the chief whip uh, to Boris Johnson, which I think is very interesting. Um, says Boris's dynamism and energy has lifted hearts on the Tory benches. The gloomsters fly away. Um, uh, if you have not ever listened to Jacob Rees-Mogg, there is something called the Mogcast. It's a podcast. Um, I wouldn't recommend listening to all of them like I do. I have, I have, I would call it unhealthy addiction to his voice and his manner of speaking. But um, five minutes of Jacob Rees-Mogg is well worth your time just to hear how someone, someone um, does this. So here's here's really what has what has happened. What Boris Johnson is is a reset of the debate regarding Brexit. In order to get anything different than what had happened with with uh, Theresa May, you ha- the Tories had to choose between two alternatives: either say, "Well, we're going to go back with a second referendum," or "We're going to have another general election to figure out what's happening." Neither of which the 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 Tories seemed willing to do at the moment. Although, I would put the probability of a general election being called for October at about. 20 to 25 percent right now because of moves they've made there are hints that they are already that uh, the conservatives are preparing for an election to take advantage of a weak corbin who you've already heard and to uh clear out some of their backbenches of 
people who have uh, who have not been uh, full-throated supporters of uh, of leaving, even if it means no deal. And I want you to listen to this one last clip I have from his speech on the floor the floor of commons on Thursday, because you can hear him ramping up. This sounds like a, sounds like a a campaign speech selling people, Hey, no deal would actually not be such a bad thing for us because that's what he has to do. He has to sell, he has to sell Barnier in the EU on his willingness to just walk away without a deal. Let's go ahead and play cut number seven. Also ensure that preparing for leaving the EU without an agreement under Article 50 is not just about seeking to mitigate the challenges, but also about grasping the opportunities. This is not just about technical preparations, vital though they are. It is about having a clear economic strategy for the UK in all scenarios, something in which the Conservative Party has always led the way. And it's about producing policies which will boost the competitiveness and the productivity of our economy when we are free of EU regulations. Indeed, Mr Speaker, we will begin right away on working to change the tax rules to provide extra incentives to invest in capital and research. We will now be accelerating the talks on those free trade deals and we will prepare an economic package to boost British business and lengthen this country's lead, which seems so bitterly resented by the benches opposite. So, so he's, it sounds very clear. He's, he's telling people, we're going to be ready to go. This is not, that last clip is not anything you ever heard from Theresa May, particularly after the 2017 election where she had said no deal is better than a bad deal. She never seemed to identify what was a bad deal, except for no deal. He is making it very clear. He's trying to make it as clear as possible. I want to negotiate, but you can't divide the country up. You can't have the backstop. Those things, those things will have to go away. I'll negotiate with you about those. But if you tell me you're not going to negotiate, if you tell me you're just not interested in having that conversation, I'm prepared to walk out the door. It's different, and I do think that has an impact on what we see in the world economy uh, in the second half of 2019. We'll be back after this to discuss those things here on The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. 
At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988. Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens, to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Mitch Berg from the Northern Alliance here for Kingdom Builders. You've heard them on this station. They say they're not great salesmen, just great roofers. But if you're a homeowner, you've heard the horror stories from your neighbors about roofers who were great salesmen, but terrible roofers, about contractors with no integrity. So my first call was to the roofers who make their integrity the center, not just of their business, but of their lives. That's the kingdom builders. And yeah, they are great roofers. I have a challenging roof. Third floor, lots of details, and it was last re-roofed when I was just out of high school. And yet... From the moment they showed up, I had the confidence. I wasn't just going to get a great roof. I wasn't going to get that heartburn you get when trying out a new contractor. So, yeah, they are great roofers and genuinely great people to work with. And I have the nicest looking roof on my block. So call 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find them online at thekingdombuilders.net. Tell them Mitchburg sent you and he loves his new roof. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. We are... So, I need to get... I need to get a chart. Hang on a second. I forgot to get this chart. I and I know you can't see them on TV, on the radio, I mean. You can't see my charts on the radio. That's okay. Nobody nobody expects you to. But I'm just going to I'm just going to post I'm going to go grab this. This is the the rate between the uh, pound and the dollar. I'm trying to grab it for a full week. It's currently is trading um on the 25th or 24th to 25th, it reached a high of a dollar and a quarter per per pound. Um, it's fallen now to about uh, 20 dollar uh, 23.8. So it's lost about a percent in the last week. I expect that that that's going to be one of the places where you see some real uh, some real changes, some real impact over the next uh, over the next few weeks and. Uh, months you will see um i'm looking for uh there it is um the uh 
you will see a, a real change in, in, in the amount of stress that's happening within the system here. Um, and that stress is increasing uh, in, in uh, Britain right now. So you've had uh, an increase in volatility uh, in the British pound, and I expect that will, will continue to increase. You'll see these 1% to 2% swings in that rate. Here is, in fact, the biggest issue that faces them. You have Boris Johnson, who's decided to play a strong position. His claim to fame, particularly if he's trying to line up an election in October, is that he's the guy that's going to get it, is going to get this done. Brexit's going to get solved one way or the other. And he's made it abundantly clear with the choices he's made in terms of putting out some of Theresa May's ministers and bringing in his own that this cabinet is very placed him in charge of the no Brexit, no deal Brexit planning. Um, he's done everything to indicate I'm willing to go without a deal. Nobody can know in his heart of hearts what, what kind of pain he's willing to tolerate to do that. There are enough people in Parliament, I believe, to make it happen that he could leave, that, 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 that he could face a rebellion that would say Parliament will not approve the UK leaving without a deal. It's not entirely clear to me what form that bill would take in front of Parliament but there seems to be mechanisms in place that they might be able to do it. Here's how they can stall that. They could stall it by hit, by him failing a no-confidence vote. He can then scramble around for two weeks, which I think he would actually use to dither. He could then say, okay, I can't form a new government. We have to go to quick elections under the Fixed Terms Parliament Act. They have to wait at least five weeks after they declare the election to happen before they can actually have one. If you do the math, that is 49 days minimum from the no-confidence vote until until October 31st when, when Brexit is to happen. It's 97, Brexit's supposed to happen 97 days from now. 97 minus 49 leaves you 48. Okay, so there are 48 days, meaning less than six weeks left, or less than seven weeks left, for, the, for them to actually hold a no-confidence vote for a prime minister who has just arrived. As long as he says there will be no backstop, he keeps his partners in the D Democratic Ulster Party in place. Friends, what I'm telling you is, if there's an election, it's because he wants it, and he wants it to strengthen his hand vis-a-vis -vis the EU. The EU's problem is that its manufacturing sector, I know Elizabeth Warren says the U.S. economy is having a manufacturing recession. I was going to say something about that today. I don't have time. But I, but I will say, you want to know who's having a manufacturing recession? It's Germany. Germany has been in a bad way with its manufacturing sector for six to seven months. The disruption that Barnier and the EU crats in Brussels are going to create if they try to play their hand too strong in trying to force the UK with the backstop or, or to try to compel them to not leave, I think that would be that is going to cause all kinds of turmoil within Europe. 
okay? That turmoil is just part of what's happening around the world, okay? You are paying attention. If, you are, if you're a King Banyan Show listener, I know you're paying attention to what's happening in China, what's, pay, what's happening in Hong Kong. I know that those are things of concern to you. Lucky for us in the United States, the House of Representatives is on recess for the next six weeks. So they can't do anything more to us for a while. Okay, so so we're not worried about those folks. We have lots of we have lots of other things happening in the United States. The merger of uh, T-Mobile and Sprint, which which uh, was approved by the Justice Department yesterday, not coincidentally on the day the House is leaving, so there won't be hearings about it for a while. Trust me on that. That's that's going to go through. Okay, um, that's a big change too. There's a lot of turbulence that's going to happen here. This is not going to be. The, long, the, the lazy days of summer. This will be the crazy days of summer and of fall. And it behooves you to keep close eye on what's happening in the UK over the next five to six weeks because that will tell you what happens around the rest of the year. We'll come back and we'll talk about China next week. We want to talk about not just Hong Kong, but what's happening with the Chinese banking sector where I see some serious stresses uh, arising. And I'll be here to tell you about them next week. Of course, it's Job Saturday as well, and we'll have that for you as well. Andrew, thank you so much for great production work today. And we'll be back with you next week here on The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it, whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. Most people would like more freedom to do what they want, when they want, and on their own time. At Online Trading Academy, we will teach you the strategies so you can have the freedom to do those things. Whether you're looking for a supplemental income, how to better manage your 401k retirement account, or even know how to manage your broker, we are here for you. Online Trading Academy is the world leader in financial education. We've helped thousands of people just like you become confident, self-directed investors. Online Trading Academy can provide you with valuable skills that can help you accomplish your goals. Now is the time to get started. Join us this week for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. Wow, Pro-Life Across America is celebrating its 30th year of saving babies. That's right. 
Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We began three decades ago, and thanks to our supporters, we now have billboards, radio ads, and Internet ads across the country. So what have we learned in these 30 years? No woman wants an abortion. Most feel panic, pressure, and alone. Our hotline receives an average of 200 to 250 calls a month. We connect callers with free, confidential, and life-affirming assistance. Please help continue this legacy of support or post-abortion assistance. Visit us at prolifeacrossamerica.org or to donate today, simply press pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key words pro life, prolife across America, non political, and totally educational.